Hi, welcome back to Whitehead Moncton's podcast. My name is Mary. I'm a trainee solicitor currently in the tax and estate department, and I'm joined with my colleague, Izzy. Hi, uh, my name is Izzy. I'm also a trainee solicitor, and I'm currently in the commercial property team. So on this pod, we're just going to be talking a little bit about um, training contract applications, um, a bit about the process, what is involved, what is needed. Um, so to start it off, Izzy will be going through the structure of the firm. Yeah, so it's going to be tailored, obviously, to our firm. And our firm's a little bit different because Whitehead Moncton is a limited company. So instead of having partners, we have directors. And then obviously we have an executive board of directors. Um, and we have a managing director who is Chris Longdon. Um, and then obviously alongside underneath the directors, we have solicitors and legal executives. And then below them are us, the trainee solicitors and the trainee legal executives. And then every department also has their own secretaries and paralegals as well. Just a little bit about the academic background um, involved. So the usual academic process required for a training contract is an undergraduate degree that is usually in law. And then this is followed by the um, legal practice course, also known as the LPC. So if you complete another degree, which isn't law, so for example, you do history or major in art, um, you can do a GDL, which is a law conversion course, and then proceed to do the LPC. Yeah, one of our trainees actually did exactly that. He has a degree in history, so it's not a barrier to you at all. Um, and then the application process itself, generally they'll ask you for a CV and then they send you an application form to fill in um, and they ask that you write a covering letter. So that's kind of step one. Um, and then if you're successful in step one, they ask you to attend an assessment day. And I mean, every aspiring trainee knows what an assessment day is, they're horrendous. <laughs> um, it's just a full day of tests and presentations and you kind of discuss different topics and then there's always going to be a part of the day where you're networking with the directors and the current trainees of the firm and you might have lunch um, and then after lunch you might do some more group problem solving and that kind of thing so it's a lot of networking and a lot of discussion um, based activities. Yeah really. it does tend to be um so you can get some of the tests online. Um, that's a good tip just to do beforehand, just to relieve some of the nerves so you know what to expect because um, it can be a full day and you can get quite nervous. Um, but once you do those tests and you know have some preparation, it does help go a long way to help as well. Um, but yeah, if you are successful on the assessment day, then you'll be invited to an interview. Um, this is usually with two directors and it's about 45 minutes long. Um, but you'll be asked a variety of questions. Um, it's just a general conversation. Um, so try to be yourself and not overthink too much because um, one of the most important things is making sure that your personality comes across because that's what the firm wants. To yeah. know that you're a good fit for them and then them for you and vice versa, essentially. Yeah, and we were talking about this earlier, actually, and actually, obviously, you're going to be nervous, but the more relaxed you can make yourself, the more comfortable you're going to be and the more you you're yeah. going to be. And that's essentially all anyone's looking for mm -hmm. is just to see sort of who you are yeah. and then obviously if you're more comfortable you're going to talk about things that you enjoy and you might have things in common exactly, yeah with other people that are there and yeah just try and enjoy it and get the most out of it as you possibly can yeah I think agreed and also as part of your training contract if you are successful and you are offered a training contract with Whitehead Moncton um, you have to do seat rotations so typically the seats are in commercial property dispute resolution corporate employment, tax and state planning, and family. Um, you have to do at least one contentious seat, which is either the dispute resolution um, or family 
seat and it does vary but trainees do tend to do three seats of approximately six months before returning to the area that they think they want to specialize in yeah but it's not it's not like a must you have to do that they are quite flexible and they take your choices into account like i'm not going to do that i don't think do you want to do that if i'm unsure and i want to do an area that i think i may enjoy i think i might do that instead but if i know by the time i'm about to qualify i think i may just join the department that i'm looking to qualify into and just have that transition period yeah um but yeah i think it just depends because you just never know do you like at this stage it's all you're just trying things out you just take it in um so yeah it just depends on what 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 i'm at the stage i'm at at that time i guess yeah that's fair enough Oh, and also one thing to note, um, we do have offices in different areas. So in Maidstone, Canterbury and Tenterden. So you may be required to um, do a seat in a different office. Um, So currently I'm doing my um, seat in the Tenterden office. So that's just something to be aware about. Yeah. And I also I was kind of split in between offices because my first seat was in dispute resolution. So that was split between the Canterbury office and the Maidstone office. So it's just something to be aware of, be flexible and yeah be open-minded and yeah. everyone in every office is absolutely, absolutely lovely, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. so obviously if you are successful and you are a trainee at Whitehead Moncton firstly well done and then secondly <laughs> the kind of work that you're going to be doing really does depend on the department that you're in so typically the first seat um, isn't something that you would choose it's sort of on a needs basis yeah um, so my first seat was in dispute resolution as I said um, and I absolutely loved it. Um, but the work there, because it's a contentious seat, is going to be a lot different to, for example, where Mary is in and tax private, and estate yeah. and private client. So, yeah, it really depends on the on the department that you're in. Um, and it depends as well whether the work you're doing is transactional. So, for example, currently I'm in commercial property and it's really transactional. You've got a, it's a whole set of new processes mm-hmm. to learn and sort of learning how to deal with the finances and things like that. So a lot of the work revolves around those kind of things instead. Um, But generally in every department, the kind of things that you're gonna be doing are attending meetings and taking notes. um, And then after the meetings, doing the attendance notes and things like that. Um, You'll be drafting various different documents and letters, and that could be to solicitors on the other side or agents or clients. Um, And then also research, because believe it or not, no one knows everything. (laughs) So you do get asked to research things. Um, and that actually can be really good exercises. Yeah, I've learned so much just from doing research for um, various solicitors. Um, and then also, depending on the seat, you might be asked to attend court. So if you're in family or dispute resolution, you might have to go to hearings. Um, and I know that in my litigation seat, I think I went to about four or five. And then also you can go to mediations as well, which are also really interesting. And it's just it's just a different kind of work day, really. But you get to watch and observe and see how the barristers work. And we don't have in-house barristers, so that can be a really interesting day. Um, and then also you can have a bit more responsibility and you might be asked to run some files, but you're always under supervision and the file's always gonna be in the name of the fee earner. So it takes it is, some of the pressure off. Yeah, yeah, it is responsibility, but it's not the be all and end all. Um, you are still allowed to make mistakes. Yeah, Obviously, we are learning. Try not to, but yeah, yeah you're learning and it, it's inevitable, it's gonna happen and that is how you learn. Yeah. Um, and also whatever kind of work that you do, you might be doing that work for 
multiple solicitors at once. So someone might ask you to do one thing and another solicitor might ask you to do something and it'll all be across several yeah. different files. Yeah. Um, so you need to learn to be flexible and you need to be able to manage your workload, your workload and yeah. multiple different things at once, which can be a bit of a learning curve, yeah. I think. But I think it's really important to do what works best for you. So I personally like, um, I make lists, like I just love my list. Yeah, um, So I've got a diary which I keep track of my workload and I've also got one um, on the computer as well just to ha as a backup um, but yeah just finding ways that work for you is really important to manage your workload because the last thing you want to do is not be organized and then have deadlines that you've not met and that will affect obviously the fee earners and then your clients so um, yeah just keeping on top of that the best way that you can for you. yeah exactly and I think the organization changes as well depending mm -hmm. on the department that you're in yeah and how they work as well yeah That's exactly one thing we have to adapt to a lot um, as trainees um how different department work um yeah yeah but it's, it's all just stuff that you kind of pick up as you, you pick go. up and you learn what other people do and then you figure out what works best for you agreed so, yeah um so moving on to that um professional skill courses so this is something that i don't know about you izzy but um, during the undergrad and on the LPC, it wasn't really spoken about. No, I didn't hear anything about it. At all, so it's a bit I of a shock. I thought I was done with studying. Yeah, <laughs> guys, like, that's God. not true. Like, there's <laughs> more to go. <laughs> so um, as part of, um, to qualify, basically, as a solicitor, you have to do a professional or professional skill courses. So there are three core modules, your advocacy, client care, and financial and business skills. These are the ones that you have to do. Um, so you do get paid study leave to attend these courses. Um, and as I said, they have to be completed prior to you qualifying. Um, so we tend to use the University of Law, um, specifically the Morgate campus. Um, but in addition to the core modules, you also have four elective modules that you can choose from. Um, and this is divided into practice skills, contentious skills, non-contentious skills, and higher rights of audience. So, um, you tend to choose what you're interested in in regards to your electives. So maybe if you're in an area and interested in another area, you might use one of your um, PSC courses to basically find out whether it's something that you want to do, um, just to give you some insight. So um, that's something that you have to do. Um, and academia is not over, unfortunately. No, but it is a lot more relaxed. Yeah, definitely. So you might have like assessments in in all of them but yeah there's only one that you have to do an example yeah have to do the exam and absolutely have to pass and yeah that's the I mean, obviously you want to pass all of them yeah but. of course yeah that's the financial and business skills one yeah. so you have to do an exam for that um but pressure wise it's not something really to work like worry no too much it's about. not as intense as the undergrad or the lpc for that matter no. um that is um obviously you get paid leave to go and do that study leave um and then on top of that, you also get additional benefits and support. So there are other kinds of training that you might be asked to do. Um, so dictation training, time recording, complaints training, which hopefully you never need. Yeah. <laughs> um, compliance training um, and all of it, um, you, you can sort of discuss with the training principal. And our training principal at the minute is currently Katie Broadfield. Katie Broadfield, yeah. Um, and also if there's something that you um, Thing that you need more help with or you want um, training on like everyone is very open to um, ideas and things like that um, and providing the extra support and training I've needed 
extra accounts training. Oh, because oh I didn't God, need yes, it for the whole of one. my first seat, and then yeah. suddenly I got into commercial property and see this is a I very had to good transfer one. something, and I had absolutely no clue what I was doing. So this is something we will be raising with Katie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure we'll be in place soon. So exactly, just like that. Um, so that is something that you can raise. We also have catch-ups with our training principal, um, which is really, really useful. And a mentor scheme. Um, yeah. So you can sort of just go out for coffee with your mentor, yeah, have a catch-up, yeah. Yeah, lunch, see. They sort of see how you're doing, how you're getting on. And then obviously if you have any concerns or anything like that that you want to raise, but yeah. you don't want to sort of go the more formal route and yeah. talk to your training principal or speak to your supervisor or something like that. You just you have can, that person. Yeah, you have that person that you can lean on and ask, you know, what did you do when you were training? Like, yeah, if you just felt get that way. Insight. Yeah, and it's mm -hmm. just a bit more personal. You can just be a bit more informal and yeah. really get a bit more... One-to-one. -one. Yeah, one-to-one Like your one person support. within the firm is yeah. basically what it is. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, so we have an open-door policy. So... Um, like I said, the mentor scheme is really informal, but also just everyone's generally really easy to talk to. Mm -hmm. Our open door policy means that you can literally just walk into someone's office and yeah. say, can I just grab you for a minute? I want yeah. to run something past you. And um, everyone's always more than happy yeah. to give you, you know, the time of day and yeah. give you their insight and their advice. And yeah, generally what everyone wants is for you to succeed. It's yeah. not, it's, there's no... It's not, I know some places can be that, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's like not like that, that at all. Yeah. Everyone just wants to see everyone do well. Yeah. It's, it's a really supportive environment. Um, and that that is true the whole way up the yeah. ladder. So our managing director, Chris, you could just walk into his office Literally. and say, Chris, can I start to get a yeah. question? And he's, just take he's always end. got the time yeah. of day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then obviously going back down the chain, all the trainee solicitors are really friendly as well. Mm -hmm. We all sort of chat to each other at lunch and you can always just give someone a call or um, I think we have a WhatsApp group as well. Yeah. And I think that's something they carry on yeah. as people join yeah. and things like that. Just so that. you have that extra support and can get Yeah, and everyone's people. going through the same things as yeah, well. It's so, nice to... Yeah. yeah, whatever problems you have, someone's going to have had it yeah, in their exactly. first, second, third <laughs> seat. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a really good thing. Um, and then obviously the secretaries as well, they are an absolute fountain of knowledge fully a lot of the time you'll get sat next to secretaries so i know in litigation i was sat with the secretaries charlie and Teresa, and i must have harassed them <laughs> no end with questions and how they were not sick of me i don't know but <laughs> yeah they they just made life so much easier yeah. And they just seem to know everything. Yeah, no, <laughs> which really... I felt like I completely didn't. No, <laughs> they're a really good first point of call to go to. Um, a lot of them have been here such a long time as well. They yeah, just have wealth knowledge. Um, so yeah, that they're definitely yeah, that's yeah. A good point of call. Um, there's also an expectation to time record. So we don't have targets per se as trainees, but we they do ask us to try to aim for a minimum of four hours um, a day. I know some places are like can be quite strict in regards to what they want you to time record, um, but for us, it's mostly your chart, like what you charge for and any work that you do on a file. Yeah, it seems like something. When I first heard that we did that, I just thought like you have to record every six minutes of your day. That is yeah. bonkers. How <laughs> am I ever going to remember to do that? But no, it is something that actually does start to come quite naturally. Yeah, it takes a and while. But you yeah, get it. and they're quite um, they're quite relaxed about it. Yeah, so. It's not, you know, no There's one's timing your toilet breaks. Yeah, or, you know, <laughs> nothing like that. Yeah. Um, but no, it it does. You just sort of get used to it, and it does 
start coming a bit easier and you sort of think, oh, I spent 20 minutes yeah. typing this up. Yeah. And no one's no one's monitoring it in a way that's like, oh, you've spent way too much time on that yeah, because that everyone appreciates that you're learning yeah. and things are going to take you a really long time yeah. to begin with. And that is fine. Yeah. And we do have codes as well. To, so if you are doing some research, just like as a trainee, you just want to make sure that you understand the instructions, like you can put that down as training time um, so that your supervisor or like the training principal is aware. Um, but again, they're, like you're not questioned about these kind no. of things so there's no pressure um but it just makes it easier like just to have it on record that that's what you were doing and that's why it took so long to work on this legal document for example yeah um and I'm, research as well yeah oh I yeah i feel like half my day is spent with researching yeah so i don't want to do things badly so i'm always just sort of double checking on plc and yeah. looking at the precedents and how mine compares and things like that exactly but that's you know that is what solicitors do yeah they do the same thing yeah it's... they do exactly the same thing and that's that's fine yeah. you're allowed to spend <laughs> however long you spend researching yeah because at the end of the day it's going to make you better and your work better and 100%, that's yeah. that's what it's all about um as well as that we also have um with our training principle and then also with our heads of department or our supervisor yeah. we also have the mid seat reviews and end of seat reviews mm -hmm. and that's really just to talk about how you feel you're doing yeah the sort of skills that you've picked up and the things that you've observed yeah or the things that you want to start working on maybe yeah um, and you can flag your own concerns with yeah. them as well so i know that in my mid seat review in litigation i mentioned that it would be quite interesting to see a bit more about billing and kind of the admin side of things because mm -hmm. obviously as trainees we don't run our own files and that's not yeah. something that we see but they were absolutely more than happy to talk me through it and show yeah. me how things are done and things like that like yeah. whatever you want to see that's going to help your training yeah raise it that's the raise time it. Raise they're going to be yeah. more than, more than happy to show you so yeah i found that really useful actually and it's as well it's really good for recognition mm -hmm. because sometimes it can be quite Ambiguous, yeah. yeah, daunting and ambiguous, and you just you want to know that how feedback, that reassurance you're doing. that you're yeah. on the right track at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it can be good for someone to tell you, oh yeah, you did that really well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that was I thought that was that was a good part of it. Um, and on top of that as well, we have a benefit package that varies. So we have a beauty treatments that so a lady comes in and you can get head massages, back massages. Oh, yeah, she is magic. She is amazing. Yeah, from what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> have you not had one not yet oh my gosh i can't leave her alone i think really? she's unreal yeah, yeah she's i've literally so had like heard so much good things about her so yeah um we have that we also have um discounts for the gym and for other places the whitehead moncton benefits scheme so um it's a website and then it basically tells us all the stores and and places where we can get um discounts on um and i know two of the we have like two major gyms that we can get discounts with as well, like corporate discounts. Yeah, I think a few um, people do that. Don't yeah, they? that kind of thing. So that's what we have going. And then we have the classic pension scheme. Yeah, the and short the standard health insurance. plan, that yeah. kind of thing as well. That's all tied up in that. Yeah. And then we also have dress for your day. Um, <laughs> so this is if you don't have meetings, um, you're not expected to come in, you know, suited or booted like blazer on you can be slightly more casual still professional but slightly more casual um so yeah we have just for your day that's kind of what that is um which is great because sometimes you just want a more comfortable day yeah um you know and again that's something that depends on the department because some departments don't really do meetings yeah whereas some have 
you know, clients, it's a revolving door. So yeah, again, that depends on the department, but generally I think it's, it's formal, but not in a, an oppressive way. Yeah. <laughs> you can still dress like you. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's quite nice, I think. Yeah. And that As Mary knows, because Mary is currently wearing a, the most fabulous outfit ever. Is he? Put <laughs> <laughs> me on the floor. It's got me now, guys. Um, yeah, so that kind of rounds off um, our talk on app- the training application process. Yeah. Do you want to talk about how you found it personally? Or? Yeah. So far, I'm really enjoying it. So um, my first seat um which is the tax and the state department as i mentioned um is i'm actually enjoying it a lot more than i thought i would even because it's not um you know it's dealing with wills and you know people dying sadly um but it's not as dark and grim as you would think it to be um you know these are people who want to make sure that they've got things in place um so things are easier for their families and i really enjoy the meetings and getting to you know speak with these people um learn about their families and like hear some funny stories um every once in a while and you know then do the work for them and see like how rewarding that is so i'm really enjoying like the meeting aspects and things yeah it's going really good so far i'm intended in um, at the moment as i mentioned um and there's such a lovely bunch um so yeah a little family over there and it's just been really really great what about you how oh, you so nice. it? yeah no i've really enjoyed it as well so as i said as well my first seat was in litigation and that was something that i or, or dispute resolution, sorry, I should say. Um, that was something that I was quite surprised to enjoy because you do dispute resolution on the LPC and it is, honestly, I hate to say forms, it, but it is the yeah. most dry and <laughs> boring subject. <laughs> and then you come in and suddenly there's like real meat on the bones yeah. and you, you interact with clients and yeah. you sort of hear their the stories. People, it's the it is, yeah, it, it makes is. makes such a massive difference to just yeah. have a textbook case. And it's a person's life. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're contributing to doing something yeah. to hopefully help, make help it better. Them. Yeah. yeah they come to you with a problem and, you you're know, you kind of help resolve that untangle or, yeah. that situation for them as best you can. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that touch wood <laughs> <laughs> makes, it, makes it a lot better. Yeah. And it definitely made studying dispute resolution worth it <laughs> it does get better yeah. <laughs> I promise <laughs> um, but yeah that was I found that really interesting and as well going to court and seeing mediations and you interact with professionals that you don't normally interact with mm-hmm. in your own office yeah and I found that really interesting and hearing sort of how a barrister works compared to how a solicitor works mm-hmm. and then how a mediator works compared to how a solicitor works mm-hmm. it's also interesting yeah. and you see sort of the sort of nuanced differences in what they do compared yeah. to what you do and, and then why picking up i guess like what you want to take from that and yeah exactly well-rounded solicitor when you qualify i guess yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah everyone you interact with really you learn something from and i yeah, think that's, that's the so that's the point of it isn't it really yeah. but mm. no it's really enjoyable actually yeah i say that with a totally surprise because <laughs> I, I was surprised no that's really good that's really good thank you all for listening Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.